0: if you've ever wanted to kill somebody.
1: Sing along, everybody know my songs Had to cry, learn to walk, Country your girls' down Fourteen years dedicated, look my I finally made it Never thought I'd ever say it, but today I live my dreams Bodyguards are me, crazy fans Loud screaming, flashing lights on everything Autographs, like the pictures, signs. that say we love you Kiddies, superstar, my new status fantasizing. please don't
0: wake me, let me finish with the dream.
1: So just let me be Let me be the same Let me be the be just bought a house, if you pull Move my granny out the hood Pay my ties like I should LG, nice good Expensive cars, expensive clothes you Can go to private school Jordan, I get what you want Just because
0: mommy my For those of you that think that gospel music has gone too far you think we've gotten too radical with our message. Well, I got news for you. You ain't heard nothing yet. And if you don't know, now you know. Glory, glory! Your ha!
1: Yes!
0: You motherfuckers
1: want us to tell us a curse, huh? <laughs> And act like you know up in here. Hey! Yeah, 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 hey. Down. hey. You gotta do
0: the eight-pound stomp on this one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what's up locked gang we've been here it is a it's another tuesday i had to think about what today was it's another tuesday it's another 6 p.m and you are locked in for another episode of locked and loaded with your girl auntie kitty and your girl big sis Deasia. Today is going to be a very, very, very interesting conversation. I know I say that every show, but nah, this show, for real, for real. I need everybody that is on the feed right now to share this feed. First, I want you to like it. Show us some love. Then I want you to share it With a friend And after you share it with a friend I want you to get off in these comments And give us your opinions And give us your input Because it is very, very welcome Damn, I just gave a whole A whole yes, church indeed.
0: Yes a whole. indeed <laughs> <laughs> If you also
1: If you would like to join the discussion You can join us live um, The link is in the comments this is the link for those of you who, who may not know what it is. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell my baby I said hello. Everybody send some hearts across the screen for my baby. That's who I be talking about in that song. Mariana ain't a bacon. The baby. Never I, <laughs> they, I take care of my hoe. That's who I'm talking about. Y'all, y'all show lady. my niece some love because my niece make me feel bigger than what I am. My niece, my niece, they, my niece will tell you her ain't a famous baby. You hear me, MJ? I tell you, mine is famous for real, for real. Shout out to my niece, Pooh. I love you, baby. Today's topic, Deasia, give it to the people.
0: It's cut and dry. It's Kurt Franklin and dysfunctional family. So tonight we're gonna be, of course, discussing the family feud of Kurt Franklin. And we are also going to delve into like some of the dysfunctional and toxic behaviors in families and things that we feel like we experienced when we were younger. And, you know, when we saw something like what happened between Kirk Franklin and his son, we were like, that happened to me too. And I came out. Okay. So we're going to talk about whether or not these people really did come out. Okay. If Kirk Franklin was wrong, should he have apologized? Was his son, son wrong? And also, just the overall dysfunction and toxic behavior that goes on in families and how it, um, what is it, trickle into our adulthood. Mm-hmm. So we're going to get into that tonight.
1: Okay, okay, okay. Um, <clears throat> as far as the Kirk Franklin situation is concerned, I don't believe he owed anybody an apology. Other than his son, if and that's if he felt like he needed to give him an apology as a parent, I now understand parenting. Um, it don't come with instructions, it get tough, you know. Um, you want the best for your offspring, you know what I'm saying? And sometimes your offspring don't see it like that, and and they delve into other things, and it's just it just it just. It just Comes to a point to where you damn near don't even like your own child, you know. That yeah, I'm saying, I'm true. saying that as a parent, and it's not it's it's nothing to be ashamed of. It's nothing it's nothing to feel bad about. Um, that's another that's another human being, and I mean we get mad at everybody else, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying you should take it off on your child or nothing like that. I'm just I'm just speaking on the logics, you know. I'm being logical, so. I can understand how your child can get you to that point, to where you 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 scream and yelling because the first time I said it nicely, I said it like this. Please don't. Um, I'm gonna bring you in in a few minutes, little mama. Stay right there. Um, please don't do that. Please stop that. After you done said that about thirty thousand times, what? Wait a minute. What was it? Yin Yang twins. After you done said that 511 times, you get tired. Like right now, I'm 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 going through it. So I understand what parenting is, which is why I can have some empathy for brother Kirk. And as far as everybody talk, oh, he's a Christian. He shouldn't because and first of all, Kirk does not even um, follow Christianity anymore, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, go ahead. I'm pause so you can grasp your pearls. But Kirk Franklin doesn't even feed into Christianity. Now, he has legendary money. He has legacy in gospel. But you know what I'm saying? He doesn't even partake with the the ideas of Christianity anymore. But y'all want to act like Christians ain't the motherfucking professional cussers all across the globe. Y'all want to act like y'all just so perfect. You don't do nothing. And that's what that's the issue that a lot of people take with Christianity. I'm not attacking that. I'm not attacking that. Don't come for me. I'm not sending for you. It's your pastor. I'm just saying these are this is logical thinking, is what I'm saying. A lot of people are too sensitive to a lot of things. Now, as far as it helping you, I ain't, I mean, no, it don't help. <laughs> it don't help but we have to we have to show our kids what accountability is we have to show them what consequences are that's all a part of parenting and the fact that i understand parenting i have no issue with that his son is indeed a b a n his son is indeed because me and my mama i love my mama to death love her Love my mama. But we done had some some all-out, drag-out arguments and stuff since I've been grown now. I wasn't that brave as a child. Don't get it twisted. But I still have a fear for my mama. I still know I'm not going to come for my mama. I still know better than to dare my mama to put her foot in my ass. Because I know Teresa Ann Henderson will indeed put her foot in my ass. Now, his son was wrong as hell for sharing that. Is it is it something that there's a negative impact on how some of us come out? Hell yeah, absolutely. It's verbal abuse. I don't give a fuck how how you try to sugarcoat it. See, I'm a I'm a preacher's daughter. Y'all see how potty my mind feels? But ain't no sugarcoating it. It is what it is, and this this is reality. If we hadn't swept it up under the rug for so long, generation after generation, I don't think anybody'd have a problem with it. Y'all getting mad because I, there's a leak in these old buildings. Y'all getting mad. Y'all getting mad because a lot of the things that are that have been swept under the rug are being cleared out and some of them leaks is really, they plopping on people's head while they're in the middle of motherfucking church service. Now I'm going to shut up. We have a guest Akila Muhammad, baby. What's up? I'm going to need you to unmute your mic. And um,
0: <laughs> Why am I here? <laughs> Why y'all got me up there? <laughs> uh, you clicked on the link. You clicked you on the link to, to like... join us. Did I click on that link? I thought I was just going to be in. Oh, shoot. My bad. No, nah, no, nah, nah, nah. Nah. If, can... if you, you could, you can, if the link is to join the live feed. The comments, if you weren't trying to join the live feed, that's what the comment session is for. That's for the live feed. But do you have
1: an opinion on the topic that you like to say while you are already here? What's up,
0: Charisma? I well, I'm with uh, you know, our our common friend Rich. I think he said it like these pastors are doing a whole lot more than cussing. So that way. <laughs> that like for him to cuss his grown son out, it just is what it is. Right. We got every, just I mean, some people think it's disrespectful it's it, it could be a whole lot worse for him to just sit there and cuss his son out that this is what it is that's that's what happened um we don't i don't know the backstory but right, I right. I, it, it just is what it is i don't know, I don't know why people always put these p- type of people on a pedestal like that where they can't do no wrong we we can't even focus and, and coexist with each other without cussing each other, cussing people out. So we try to hold him to that standard. That's dumb. It's just dumb. Thank you so
1: much, Akilah. Now. <laughs> What you can do, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna release you, and you just watch us from the screen. You can join the discussion from right there. The uh, link is just for you to join us, like right here, because we ain't doing telephones no more. We want we want big sis D'Asia to be able to talk to everybody, so we ain't doing the telephone thing no more. But thank you for your input, baby. It is very much appreciated.
0: All right, I'll see y'all later. All right, ma. Thank Thank you. Have a good one. Um, you know, to to bring people into everything that transpired with the Kirk Franklin situation. Um, after we read that comment, I will make my comment about you know some of the history pertaining to him and his son. Um, Charisma Jackson says, "I didn't have so much of a problem with him exposing it because if Kirk is toxic, we know that toxicity brews in secrecy. But the fact that there was no context behind the exposure, it seems to me." that the son was just being entitled and Kirk was fed up. However, they are both old enough to leave one another alone if they can't get along better than that. Thank Um, you, Charisma. That was a good perspective perspective regarding that. And it brings me to what I was going to say. Um, Kirk Franklin did mention in his apology that his relationship with his son, has been toxic for years. If y'all don't remember, there was a time when, I remember when Kirk Franklin had hit the headlines. Do you remember one time he had hit the headlines when he was saying that he was, um, he had the porn addiction. Remember, it was a headline Mm -hmm. for that. Then he hit the headlines. His son, um, remember his son came out, everybody just thought the boy was crazy. He was saying his daddy was trying to kill him yeah if anybody remember that drop down in the comments and let me know if y'all remember when there was Case okay, so his son has a history of like speaking out making comments and things of that nature then right. you have the daughter kennedy which is Kirion. on is the son so we're gonna name the people because i get confused if i don't Kirion is the son then they have the daughter his uh little sister kennedy right mm-hmm. so carry is the son, the oldest son, older than Kennedy or whatever. Your relationship, what people don't understand is my experience as the older child mm-hmm. is going to be different than my sister's experience right. as the younger child. My mom and pa- my mom and dad, they have grown. I've grown. I'm the first kid. I'm kind of like the one. It's like a trial and error. The parenting doesn't come with a mm-hmm. manual or anything. So a lot of the mistakes that may be made is gonna fall up on me with being the oldest because right. like, I'm the one that you got was the a, first experiment. You know, I'm the tester. You know, I'm <laughs> I the i yeah. I'm the first. I'm the first experience. So my thing is is as far as Kirk Franklin being toxic within his family. I still don't feel like the only reason why this has become public news is because he is a public figure Mm -hmm. and his son decided to spray him. And then he came, the son came back and said, well, I don't want y'all to crucify my daddy. But yet you blasted your daddy. The only thing that I feel like there has to be some type of ill intent um, regarding it is because when you're recording somebody and they don't know that you're recording, then you can kind of like filter what you're going to say. Right, We don't hear, you know, you could kind of make it seem like you're being a good person. At the end of the day, this is family business and his relationship with his son as old as he is now. I could see if it was a younger kid that was still in the house or something like that. And that came out, I would feel the type of way and feel like, yeah, it's probably good that we know what's going on in, in the event. There may be some type of child abuse. Mm-hmm. But being that this is a grown 33 year old man and he wants to record Kirk Franklin cussing him out for whatever reason and post that. I feel like he is what it is that Kurt Franklin said that he was, which was a B-A-N. Because right. at the end of the day, you still a grown man. And mm-hmm. I feel like you should handle. at the end of the day, they they are two men now. Right. And they should handle that situation like men, even though that's his dad. And, and like, even sometimes I might have an issue with my mom or I might have an issue with my dad. If I have an issue with my mom, right now we are two grown women. I'm going to talk yeah. to you like, I'm going to respect you as my mom, but I'm going to conduct myself as an adult and we're going to handle this like two grown people. And he really did act like a child. And I, I don't feel like Kurt Franklin, I don't, I don't feel like Kurt Franklin should have apologized. Um, I could understand why he did because you notice in his apology, he was like, he apologized to the people for for being privy to their information, but not mm-hmm. he didn't apologize to his son because right. at the end of the day, you know, they still have their little beef or whatever the case may be. And it's a very toxic situation. And I hate that something like that was exploited to this extent, being right. that what does this 33-year-old boy or I'm going to call him a boy at this point because that's how he was acting. Mm -hmm. What does this 33-year-old boy expect to happen after he blasts his 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 uh, dad? Then Kennedy come out, the daughter, she come out going off on her brother. So all of this let me know that there is a real true problem that's going on in the family. And Kennedy, she should have stayed out of it because my thing is, your relationship with your daddy is not the same. Right. as his relationship, and he's right to feel how he want to feel, but that just shouldn't have ever made it to the public. His feelings are validated if he feels some type of way about his dad. I don't right. care how old he is because one thing about it, and this is going to go into how people be saying they turned out right. No, you didn't. No, nah, you still got issues. <laughs> I, really, I really have an issue when people be like, I got whoopings. I got cuffed out. I dissed I did, or whatever the case may be. You, you you probably was able to function in society enough to get you a job, get you a place, take care of yourself and pay your bills, but mentally and emotionally and everything, a lot of people out here are really messed up because of their childhood or whatever, so we never know what transpired in his childhood that is causing him to act like that as an adult, so for mm-hmm. that reason my heart does go out to him for that reason, but as far as what he did in this particular situation, if he wanted to have a moment, he definitely went about it the wrong way. And I don't feel like Kurt Franklin was wrong. And let's face it, a lot of our parents do, do curse us out like that and have cursed us out like that. But I'm one of the people, because I'm older now and I know better, I feel like regardless of whoever it is that you're talking to, whether it's your mom, your dad, your grandma, your husband, your wife, um, someone of authority, anybody at your job, whatever the case may be, I feel like you still have a responsibility to uphold their esteem when you're talking to them. I don't feel like it's... I, I understand what Kirk did, and I'm not mad at him for that, but I'm not the type of person that feel like, oh, it's okay you called your son a B-A-N. Oh, it's okay, because that's <laughs> never okay. Because I'm the type of person, like, people be like, my mama could give me that eye, and I know she, if I say that, she'll hit me in the mouth. My mama better not hit me in my mouth. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, just the fact that you have this certain level of fear or, you know, your parents will do that, and you feel that type of way... That 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 in itself is an issue to me, right. you know. So right. I feel like if I see somebody calling their child a bee, you know, what I'm saying, you know, how many little girls that that and, and little boys. That came up in the household and they was called ugly. They called B I T C They called this and they called that. They talked down on these people are messed up as adults now. Right. So, my thing is, he just ends up having the gall to come out and put them on blast or whatever. But at the end of the day, we I don't understand. even know,
1: though, that Kirk talks to him like that all the time. We don't, don't know that. We don't. I mean, that's that the talk- first time. I mean, it may not be the first time, but we don't know if that man just sit up all the time and just, I mean, he may he might have been a bitch-ass nigga that day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I, I I don't, I do not condone cussing at you. Well, I ain't gonna say cussing at your kids, because King done caught a couple cuss words around here. But I don't condone you just, dra- like you said, dragging them down in the dirt, you know what I'm saying? Telling them they ugly, you know, picking out certain features on their body you big nose motherfucker. you big head bastard stuff like that like i don't condone none of that but on that day i feel like he was he, kirk was on some, some you a bitch ass nigga today you know yesterday you might have been my son 33 years ago when your mama pushed you out you were my baby boy but today you are a bitch ass nigga. And the thing is, is like like everybody, like we're all agreeing, we don't have a backstory, we don't have a backstory, and like I said, your kids, I'm not, I'm not all team Kirk, and I'm not all team Young Man, whatever his name is, Kyrian. but at the, Kyrian, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm neutral in this, you know what I'm saying? I'm pulling out the 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 factors that most people are biased about, and and. Let's go, even, let's go even further than Kirk Franklin's Relationship with his son Let's talk about some of our relationships With our parents And let's talk about how There is a level up As you get older You know As, as a child you mold You mold them You get them prepared for the world But at some point I'm not saying that you ain't gonna always be mama I'm not saying that you gonna always be daddy But at some point your child is going to be a grown woman to your grown woman your ch- your son is going to be a grown man to your grown man we have to base what's wrong with families that have a whole bunch of dysfunction the number one thing the top thing is secrets just like sister charisma was speaking about the toxicity is built around that shit the the toxicity is built in secrecy But it comes to a point to where communication has to be broad. And I know I say this about just about every topic we bring to y'all. But communication is definitely key. And not only do you have to be able to talk it out, but you have to be able to comprehend. Sometimes people don't realize a lot of us have narcissistic characteristics. And that makes that that becomes that becomes a. We begin to think that we always right. And that's toxic too. Mm-hmm. We have to work on our and even not just even parent and child relationships, sister and brother. There's dysfunction there. The last
0: the, yeah.
1: the, the, the the first child is jealous because I was the guinea pig. You don't treat them like you treat me. At, yeah. at a at a, at a at a, smart, at a younger age, you don't understand that. Hey, my parent just experimented. You know what I'm saying? And they experiment with this other one. You know, yeah. maybe they trying to step it up with this other. Maybe they see their error with me, and they trying to make sure they don't fuck up a second human being. Right. We have to work on our communication skills. That's and and we're talking about comprehension number one. Because like I said, a lot of us have a lot of uh, uh, a very narcissistic. We we, we we have some narcissistic habits. And it leads us to believe that we are always right. Can't nobody tell us shit. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody is always them versus us. And sometimes it is you. I ain't going to say all the time. I ain't going to say all the time for those of you who guilt trip yourself. It ain't always you. But sometimes you have
0: to, you have to acknowledge that it just may be. Mm-hmm. And you know, it, it, I'm going to tell you the strange relationship that kids and parents have is, and I think this is a, all, this is all across the board and, but I'm just going to speak to our community. We have a problem with feeling like our kids, like we own our kids and we feel like, you know, kids, they, they don't have stress. They don't have, they don't have issues. They don't have anything to worry about because they don't pay any bills or they don't deserve a certain level of respect. And so, when I hear people that say, well, this happened to me and my mama cussed me out like that, my daddy cussed me out like that or whooped me like this or what have you. And they like, I came out just fine. And it's like, no, it's even though those things happen and you may feel like you came out just fine, that doesn't make it right. It doesn't mean that that type of behavior is right. Let me tell you something. The only reason why Kirk cussed him out like that is because it's his son. Is because he feel like I'm your daddy and I could talk to you crazy. You can't talk to me crazy. I could talk to you crazy. Because if Kirk was on the phone with anybody else, if he was on the phone with T.D. Jake, like the son ended up saying T.D. Jake ended up being on the phone. I guess that was the family counselor. If Kirk Franklin was mad at T.D. Jake, he would have held back on talking to him like that. If he was mad at any other man, he wouldn't have talked to him like that. And it's the thing, the closer you are to a person, it seems like the easier it is for people to disrespect. That goes into even when you get into relationships. Wait a minute,
1: bitches. Hold it. What? Hey!
0: Hallelujah! I fucked up and hit it again. You preach Yeah, because that's like even when you are in a relationship, if you notice, I could be in a relationship with, I could be in a relationship, that's the reason why i make it my business. We ain't finna argue. We ain't finna talk to each other crazy or whatever. Be because right? guess what? If I'm talking to my mama, I'm not gonna curse her out and call her a B. Because I have a certain level of respect for my mama. It's an innate respect that I have for my mama. So it don't matter how mad I get. I could be ready to punch her and everybody around me. I ain't going to hit my mama and I ain't going to call her out her name. So my thing is, if you can have that same level of restraint with somebody that you respect, then you should be able to do that with your child and everybody else. So it what it, what it comes down to me is, with that parent and, and child relationship, is the parent feel like they don't have to have a certain level of respect because when you notice when Kurt cursed him out, Kurt cursing him out, calling him B-A-Ns and all that, called the boy Poe and skinny and all this, but when the son says something to him and he said, don't you ever disrespect me? I stick my foot up so no, you he can't disrespect you though but you can disrespect him but you feel like because you're the parent you automatically supposed to get a certain level of respect and I'm going to tell you what messed a whole lot of parents up they don't realize that you have to gain respect mm. and what ends up happening is as a kid if you have when the child is a child and they don't know any better And they have this little fear of you because you whooped them and stuff and they really can't defend themselves. Mm -hmm. They don't really respect you. They just fear you. Basically. So what happens is when they get older, because you haven't given them anything to respect, Mm -hmm. you haven't shown them any respect. So once they get older, you end up having a problem with them. Mm -hmm. And then now you feel like they need to, they need to respect you when they hold childhood you didn't have no respect for them. You didn't have mm-hmm. any understanding for them. You felt like they, their feelings didn't matter. They stress didn't matter. Um, you felt like what they had on their mind, their thoughts didn't matter, and all that type of stuff. And you felt like because you're the parent, you could say anything to them when you're mad. You, they do something you don't like. You can pop them and everything. Who do you hit when they do something that you don't like? You no grown person walking around popping another grown person when they do something that they don't like. But because you feel like you own and you control and this person is your possession because they're your child, you feel like you could bop them upside the head, talk to them crazy and everything. So we have to actually shine light on that. Because right. a lot of us go on feeling like this is okay and be like, Well, it was when I was coming up, this that when you was coming up, and, and just because something happened when you were coming up. And we have normalized it at the end of the day, it doesn't mean that it's right. Just because absolutely just because it's something that happens in it in it and it happens from generation to generation to generation, it doesn't mean that it's right. And that's that the reason is, why we're sitting here at this age. I'm, I'm I'm in my late 30s now, and I'm talking about I gotta heal myself while trying to break a generational curse. That part is you is, know is, what I'm is, saying? Because of it, the things that weren't right as right. as we were coming up so right. while we're sitting up here and having these conversations in the midst of trying to be better for the next generation we also have to use that time in order to heal ourselves because of what happened to us based on the generation that raised us and so with no, that- it's no it's not it's not okay I'm not mad at Kurt and we just used this conversation, and I, I, ain't, I ain't made a curse for cursing him out. Don't feel like he should apologize. I, I commend him for apologizing to the community, but we wanted to use this situation to shed some light on the dysfunction and the toxicity that we deal with within our community, and we try to make, make it like all, this is all right. And Absolutely. This, it's not okay. Let's not let's not play that card. It's, it's not and okay. We
1: didn't we didn't get to read this aloud with that statement. I want to honor what Charisma said early. She said the moment that we understand that just because it may be normal in our community, it don't mean that it's right. We've normalized abuse in our communities quite a bit. And we have we have going Keep back to going back to relationship. I still have an issue, even at 37, leaving a situation that I know for a fact is toxic. But struggle love has been pushed to me. You know what I'm saying? To a point where sometimes I'm like on limbo whether to stay or not. And I think that, that happens to a lot of our black women and that is a big issue that's why black women are hollering niggas ain't about shit nah baby it's on it's on Mm -hmm. it's on and we're not even gonna put it off on who you choosing and picking because we also know that people have a, a, a a very bad habit of introducing you to the best of them my grandma used to say something that I don't. I didn't understand until I started dating. You don't really know nobody until they, your first disagreement. Mm-hmm. You don't know that person. You don't really love that person until you experience your first. That's gonna determine whether you yep. really love
0: that person. That right. And what there. people need to understand is when saying when when speaking of struggle love. Struggle love is not just financial no struggle love is emotional as well Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it is um it's one of those things where like say for instance you grew up in a household where it was it was harsh or it was very toxic and you had to prove yourself you were you love the person that's actually causing you harm. And, and in the same breath, you want this person to love you like you love them and they constantly showing you resistance. You constantly feel like you need to prove yourself. And so you're struggling in order to be loved. And a lot of times when that translates into our romantic relationship with our partners, it's like we hold on to each other based on trauma. So we start trauma bonding with people. Mm-hmm. And it's because of you're used to trauma, you're used to dysfunction, you're right. used to toxicity. Right. And then you get somebody that kind of like share that same story and everything. And y'all get with each other and y'all try to prove to each other that it's somebody that's going to love you exactly. like you weren't loved before. And then y'all ain't healed at all. And y'all end up messing each other up more than what it was before anybody came into the situation. Right. And so the struggle of is not just financial, it's emotional as well. And it stems from it actually stems from dealing in situations in your childhood and accepting certain things because you were shown a certain thing and it's right. not to say like we want, don't want to pass the book and say, oh, it's your fault because you're not picking this particular person. Mm-mm. One thing about it, when you're when you're raised a certain type of way, when you've dealt with a certain type of thing, you can't tell somebody to choose an option that they don't know exists. Right. You can't tell me that There's an option for me to choose this type of car that I've never seen before. I'm not ever gonna think to choose that car. I ain't gonna be able to name it. I ain't gonna be able to. I ain't gonna be able to identify because I've never seen it before. So y'all are asking people to make a choice of something that they have they've never seen before. Mm -hmm. So you're going to gravitate to what you're accustomed to until you run across somebody that is willing to actually show you something different and have their patience with you to understand that maybe there are some things that you're dealing with Mm -hmm. and you need to let go and they're willing to stay and be patient which a lot of people are not that's the only way that you are going to even know that it's something that's even different out there you ain't gonna know it until you see it so somebody else telling you all these different things that's not going to help so quit putting the blame on the person who has been victimized not only in their adulthood but as well as their um their childhood? Yeah, I seen
1: um I don't know which group it was in. It's in one of the groups, and I mean I seen somebody post um this girl was she was speaking on her relationship with her mom, and she was she was basically saying how she hate her, she, would she die? And um the girl reposted this girl's status and said something um like um. I don't understand how people feel this way about their mom. Um, I, I call mom. I can't do nothing without mine. I call mine every day, this and that, da 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 And it triggered me so bad because, like I said, I, I I have a very, very strong relationship with my mother now. And and it is at a point to where I, I can't go without calling her at least once a day. But at one time, I didn't care whether I called my mom or not and i said that to say y'all don't know what type of relationships you you don't know what type of background people come from you know what i'm saying you don't know what what got that person to that point to feel that way about their parent you know mm-hmm. sometimes we're too impulsive when we judge people we're too impulsive. You don't know, and and that goes to say everyday life, the cliche that we all use: treat everybody how you want to be treated, because you don't know what that person is going to, going through. Mm-hmm. You don't know. You don't know how many. How many times a motherfucking daddy done Knocked them over the head and called Them a bastard, a ugly bastard Or you don't know how many times A single mama done told her child You gonna be just like your crackhead Ass daddy, you don't know You don't know people's situations, so stop making Impulsive judgments And that goes to those people who Had an issue with Mr. Kirk Frankly,
0: and that's all right Now hold the lamb, bitch Okay, and people got to understand that our parents are not uh, not heroes. Let's read what Charisma said, and i go back to my point. Charisma said this mentality is why we as a people give ourselves such a hard time in advancing because we're trying to hold on to traumatic traditions. Because we think that it honors our ancestors, and therefore is the right way mm. to do things. Yes, ma'am. Oh, but y'all are spitting high lava today. Yes. Oh my God! I love A lot you, of girl. people don't want to let go of that stuff, even when Mm-mm. it comes down to the way we eat our diets, or the Mm-mm. way we act, all that kinds of stuff. My grandma yeah. lived. My, my grandma lived. She did not it. Maybe your grandma got wisdom, but she don't have knowledge. A lot of y'all gotta know the difference. A lot of our grandmas have wisdom, but they do not have knowledge. Wisdom yes. and knowledge is two totally different things. And if you put wisdom before knowledge, you are a damn fool. You know what I'm saying? B? if you put wisdom before knowledge and you got information, you got scientific information now. Right. You want to sit here and talk about somebody old wisdom or whatever, when it comes to certain things, yes, our grand our ancestors knew. Right. Yes, when right. it comes to certain things. But when it comes to, like, certain traditions, childbearing, and all that. Now, if it's something like you trying to figure out some type of remedy, some type of holistic way of I doing something. Yeah, that's one thing. But when you're talking about, like, the way, like, childbearing, like, raising kids and all this old kind of stuff, you got to keep in mind that our ancestors, like, you know, our great, Survival. great, great great grandmy, yeah like my my grandma I had a conversation with my grandma and she was like I was like grandma how was it when you was a kid she's telling me how you know they had to she had to quit school in the fourth grade and things like that right. and and all that old kinds of stuff that she actually had to she actually had to deal with and it's like yeah she had some wisdom but as far as the knowledge on how to do certain things a certain type of way a lot of times they don't have that and Mm -hmm. we can't rely on that all the time we have to evolve we have to advance and our, our every 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 generation is supposed to advance and what I did want to say before reading the um comment you're supposed to use what it is that your ancestors with the foundation, whatever they put out on it, you're supposed to add to it. You're not supposed to be complacent and keep doing the same thing over and over again. We're supposed to be evolving and what we're doing is devolving and becoming stuck and complacent. But one thing that I wanted to say was, we have to quit looking at our parents like they're superheroes. Because our parents have a story too. And I was able to heal myself and to get over a whole lot of childhood trauma when I got around the age my mama was when she when she had me and then when she had my sister, when I got around my age and I was like, at this age, my mama had two kids. Mm -hmm. She was in this relationship with this Mm -hmm. man, cheating on her, abuse and all that. My mama did a damn good job. You know what I'm saying? I feel the exact same way. I got hurt. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not excusing any of it, but it helped me to heal once I realized like, Damn, at the end of the day, my mama, she tried to be the best mama she could possibly be. And that helped me with my healing. And I stopped looking at her like a superhero because guess what? My mama was just a girl just like me, living life. She ran across this boy. They loved each other. They fell in love. They they ended up having a baby. She become, now she's dealing with a whole nother chapter in her life that she's never been before. I she like has to seen mothers, but she's never been a mother before. Right. So she's I like just to, a human, just like everybody else.
1: I like to add to that that that's when me and my mama began. That, that's when me and my mama had a breakthrough. When I sat down and I listened to my mama's story, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The whole time we we don't be knowing what our parents done went through. We yeah. we don't be knowing. You know what I'm saying? My mama went through some fucked up shit and it was just like, you know, I'm sitting here thinking she the meanest woman on this earth. But no, my mama, and that's what I want to go back to uh, when, when you talk about honoring our ancestors. I honor everything my mama had to go through in order for me to get here. But I'm learning from that instead of trying to be a part of that cycle. Right. If that makes any sense. I don't want, I don't want that curse. We are supposed to, if every, every generation is supposed to be putting in work to make it better for the next generation. Mm-hmm. That goes back to the show we were having about how people be talking down on people who um, have a silver spoon in their mouth. My bad, paper plate. My bad, fork. Plastic fork. I can't help it. I was, and the thing is, is they people looked at my life like, oh, she she spoiled. You know what I'm saying? They'll be looking at you like, yeah, financially, I yeah, my people was there, but the mental shit, the mental shit, I didn't get that. Mm-hmm. But I said all that to say I was able to forgive my mama for all that shit because she got a story too. Right. And sometimes you gotta sit down and talk to your parent. What what's wrong with you? What mm-hmm. happened to you? Sometimes you yeah. have to become interested in what happened to them before you got here because you only spent a, a little. You you can You came into play after they was they was already here going through shit, mm-hmm. and they was like you said, your mama still going through shit. At your, at your age right now you don't have any kids you live in life lovely you single you know what i'm saying your mama had two ki- two whole yeah, I'm babies you all
0: DM me you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> your mama y'all
1: had me up. <laughs> imagine having two whole babies at your age in the place that you are in your life right now
0: Girl, they probably be in the foster home. I probably been a send them kid. I probably tell them up at the fire department. Do you hear me? And that's something we gotta praise some of our parents for. At least I wouldn't they didn't have been
1: able to get it. in that my, damn system. My parents I, my didn't let us had me, get in that system. They exactly. My mama damn
0: had me. At, my mama had me at seventeen years old. Had my sister at nineteen years old. She was married when she had my sister. But I've, I ain't, I don't know nothing about being in no system. No, my mama wasn't getting no welfare or nothing like that. I did have to live with my grandma at a certain point. I ain't have to deal with, I've never had no babysitter or nothing. I've always lived with family. Nobody ever touched me as a kid. Mm-hmm. None of that. You know what I'm saying? But when I think about when I was 19 years old, I was just moving to Texas when I was 19 years old. I had $200 in my pocket. No sense and and in the, the direction. roof were falling in on my car. No right. I, I don't know nothing. I'm just, ain't no way I would have, like, the strength had the, I, I probably would have had the muster of the strength, but when I was thinking about, like, my mama was 19 with me, and I was, like, maybe, what, two, almost three years old at this point. Right. And my mama, I probably now I was three. I'm, like, my mama was 19 years old with mm-hmm. me and my little sister. Uh-huh. At this point right here in my life, and I can't even I can't even figure out at that point. I ain't even really know how you how 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 you even supposed to pay bills right. You know what I'm saying? Right. I was just like, right. I wouldn't have been able to do it. Right. I, I, I would have probably had to muster it up, but when I think about myself, like put myself in her shoes, I can't do nothing but tip my hat off to her. You know what I'm saying? And then what charisma did say in the comments, she said, um, she said. I was twenty eight years old before I saw my mama as a woman and not just my mama, and that that's part, what I had to do. I had to realize part. that at the end he of the day, more than my this mama. is a woman just like me. And, and then I, I wanted my mama to understand as well. I am your daughter, but at the end of the day, I'm still a I'm, woman. Exactly. So imagine the same way I put myself in your shoes to to remind my to have appreciation to where you were at and, and the things that you did for me at uh, age understand where you were at at the ages that I am with going into you know being a woman mm-hmm. you know so you have to understand when you were 30 30 years old 32 33 years old like what what were your expectations of people how did you want to be treated and right. that's the type of conversation that when I'm talking to my mama and kind of like the lines end up getting crossed or whatever, we kind of pull each other back in. Like, you know, at the end of the day, I, you, my mom, I respect you, but I'm 35 years old. Like, did, did you have people talking to you like this or doing this or, and all this old type of stuff when you were 35, let's keep it real here. I was able to put myself in your shoes and not blame you and heal myself and get over certain things. So I'm going to need that same type of consideration and respect me like a woman. I'm going to respect you like my mama and a woman as well. Mm-hmm. And that's just how we were able to me and some of the things uh, that happened in our relationship, which it wasn't, it wasn't too bad, but it was something that as a kid, you don't understand right. you hold the trauma a certain type I of way. Feel, yeah. I think that happens to
1: everybody. I think that, and I think that that's a main issue with with everybody with a dysfunctional relationship with a family member you know, um, that thank you for tuning in. Um, they said and came back to communication right there. Exactly. It all comes back to communication. Y'all. It is so important that we Mm -hmm. learn the art of communication. We be thinking we got it down pat just because we sit and listen to what somebody says, but it's about comprehending. I had a disagreement with somebody and it just pissed me off that that person did not see their wrong. Like they, they actually, and what they did was dead as wrong, but they didn't, they didn't see anything. It was always deflection. What I did to make them react like that. No, bitch. No. We have to learn how to communicate and no bitch is not a good reply. Y'all. Okay. <laughs> Just saying, I, I'm working on myself.
0: And you know, uh, I'm going to tell you another thing that I know this with a lot of people, and this just generally speaking, in, in, in terms of communication, people are so afraid of what you would call confronting or confrontation or conflict. They are uh, so afraid of that until they try to avoid, they say they try to avoid conflict and really don't realize that they create more conflict by doing it because a lot of times nine times out of ten they're gonna get it out they're gonna talk to everybody else except the person that they actually exactly. have an issue with and i i actually this is one thing that i do love about myself i am not afraid, afraid of conflict i am not afraid of confrontation. That does not mean that I'm dramatic. That does not mean that I'm not going to be respectful of the person that I'm talking to. But if there's anything that I am having an issue with, I am going to pull that person to the side and speak with them with a level of respect so we can reach some type of understanding. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to hold that stuff in. I'm not about to go talk to everybody about it. It's okay to address issues. And that's another problem with the. We haven't figured out how to actually address <coughs> issues. So anytime you got a problem, everybody is on ten. You rah rah rah. If I if you do something that I don't like, or if it's something that I want to talk to you about, or we have a disagreement, it's okay for me to say I have a problem with this. I don't understand this. Let's talk about this. Let's you know clear the air, or whatever. If my feelings right. are hurt about something, I'm. I'm okay with saying, you hurt my feelings. I'm not going to let my feelings being hurt translate into anger as if I'm the big bad wolf and now I'm attacking you because you hurt me. No, I'm going to tell you, you know what, what you did, it hurt my feelings and I would like to talk to you about it and this is why, this is then a third and maybe my feelings got hurt because I lack some uh, understanding somewhere and maybe that'll give me some clarity because A lot of times we walk around uh, assuming things, assuming a person meant something and we end up feeling a certain type of way instead of just talking to that person. One thing about it is what I've I've learned to do. If I don't if I know that I'm not going to address the person, if I know that I'm not going to talk to them about it, I I don't even allow myself to feel a way about it anymore because Mm -hmm. now I'm doing myself a disservice. If I know I'm not going to If I ain't got the nuts and guts that day to, you know, pull that person to the side and talk to them or I don't have any plans to eventually talk to them about it, I don't hold on to it because now I'm doing myself a disservice. I ain't gonna talk to everybody else about it or anything. You know,
1: you said... I agree with, I definitely agree with, you know, some people are afraid of conflict. I happen to be one of those people Well, not afraid of conflict, but I try to avoid conflict more so because I'm one of those people. I'm a Pisces. I'm very, very sentimental and I can find conflict in just about anything. So I have to control that. But I wanted to say a lot of people use that as a crutch and it's not the conflict that that they're afraid of it's the consequences bingo it's the consequences i've learned that over the last few days some people ain't fu- it ain't it ain't the conflict that this this got them fucked up it's the consequences and my thing mm-hmm. is is if you know that there are consequences why even do that
0: right why even do it right and some people won't address certain things because they feel like if they do, then they'll lose certain benefits by having attachments and things to you, or they feel like it may, it may go a certain way. I don't, and I think that conflict, when people say, you know, I want to avoid conflict, I feel like if you're going to of say you're going to avoid conflict, then you also have to let it go. Um, I have I have people in my family. I, I call these people passive aggressive. I have people in my family that it's like, I don't want to confront the situation, I, 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 but I do want some of it to leak out just enough for me to be able to get it off my chest And then nobody really, so you start kind of looking a little weird. Nobody really understands what it is that's going on with you. And it's kind of, it's just very passive aggressive when it could all be so simple that somebody was like, you know what, you did this. And and it don't have to be an audience. It don't have to, see just because it's a conflict, just because it's a conversation or a disagreement, don't mean that it's a fight. Don't mean it's a fight that come with it. Don't mean that y'all mad at each other. It could just be some people might have an issue with the smallest thing and they just feel like, well, I don't want no problem. So I ain't going to say it's not even a problem, but they say they don't want a problem. So they like they not going to say nothing. They're going to keep the peace, but they're dying on the inside. I ain't going to do that. Yeah. I, I, only way I'm going to keep the peace, only way the peace is going to be peaceful is if I am at peace. And if I am not at peace, (laughs) then it's not going to be in the the environment. It's not going to be peaceful when people are not at peace. So even though you feel like you're keeping the peace by not saying nothing, that energy is still going to displace the people. People still going to feel that energy that there's something wrong with you. So it's best for you to go ahead and say something anyway. You ain't got to be mean or nasty about it. You you could be respectful. It ain't nobody that I've had an issue with. And anything that came up and I talked to them or whatever where it came out where it felt like it, we finna have a shootout or something like that or we couldn't be friends, family, or whatever. <laughs> Nine times out of ten, it made the relationship a whole lot better and stronger and develop a certain level of respect where we have that thing where you could come to me and tell me you got a problem with me. I'm okay with that. Come to me and tell me you have a problem with me. But don't have a problem with me and don't say nothing and start moving funny. Right. So that's when that's when we're going to have a real... You're gonna have to meet me at, on the pavement type of situation. <laughs> exactly. That's when we're gonna because I don't like when people start having me around them and acting funny with me. Don't do that. Oh, you, you know what saying? The, oh. Don't don't do that. No. If, it's,
1: if it's that tough on you, where you finna start treating me different and start acting shady by bitch. Bye. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm quick to leave because like I said, I know me. I can find conflict in everything. And one mm-hmm. thing, another thing about me, I'm very intuitive. I'm very intuitive. A lot of times you ain't even gotta tell me that you feel in some type of way towards me. I already know. Spirit done already re- revealed that to me. see mm-hmm. family members can be the biggest asshole because they know they'll be forgiven eventually. Um, now not over here. <coughs> I mm-hmm. I will un- un- unfriend you,
0: I will <laughs> un-
1: sister you. Um and, and and that and it, it goes a long, long way because there are a lot of things that I can look over. But 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 it's certain stuff that I just be like, you know what? I can love you from a distance. I still love you. I'm still gonna show up at your funeral, might shed a couple of tears. But right now, at the stage I'm at in my life, girl, bye. Holler <laughs> out Because I'll be like you said, it'll turn into one of them things where we on the pavement and I don't never, I don't never want nobody I love. To catch these motherfucking hands. In the
0: name of Jesus. Oh, Amen. Make me wanna stomp. Hey. hey, hey, my brother, can't you see? I'm I got to the beat on, on, me. on me. Hey, oh, oh, stop. oh hey. Hey. Uh, stop. Hey, 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 <laughs> you better tell her. You, you playing too much. Her. You, you play pinker, too much. <laughs> Charisma
1: said some people just like drama, so they purposely spread their problems to other people instead of the source. Oh, girl, because they know that it will be misconstrued because uh, they like the chaos.
0: Chat,
1: Hold on, wait a minute. Wait, this, this for you, Charisma. This, be, this, this, this big sis, but this for you. Big big shots fired. Big shots fired. Most of the time, I know that I'm going to be uh, miss. Uh, um, I'm That's I'm going Caroline to be Most of the time, I must. I, I'm
0: Caroline going to be understood. Most of the time. You know what? I. It's interesting that she said that most of the time that I know I'm not going. I'm not going to be understood. That's a communication issue within itself because you're not giving that person a chance or yourself a chance. And if you know that you're not going to be understood, then that falls on you at that particular point. Then you have to figure out better ways to articulate what it is that you're feeling in order for the person to understand you. If you have a history of people misunderstanding you when you're actually talking to them, then at that point, you have to figure out how can I reword the way that i say what it is that i say for people to understand and then also if you go in thinking that you're going to be misunderstood then it you're 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 uh, creating a wall and you're creating a space where you can't have a, a conversation and the thing is let them misunderstand you see just because you get something off your chest and just because you say something it don't mean that everybody is gonna understand what it is. People, let me. This is what people have got to realize. When you're talking, it's not to make somebody necessarily understand you. You're you're only trying to get an understanding. The thing, the purpose is to get an understanding. They don't necessarily have to understand you, and also they don't have to agree with you. The thing is, is to Open up that room to have open communication where you're able to at least get it out and you can save your piece. That person say their peace. And if it's a case where you feel like you're misunderstood, that's that's okay, but you want to try to figure out other ways to say what it is that you're saying or table that conversation and be like, you know what, let me let's come back to this at a different time because. What a lot of people don't realize in order for people to understand something don't even have a lot to do with what you're saying. It's a lot to do with maybe the space that they're in, maybe how they feel about the situation, uh, maybe the environment that you guys are in. It's a whole lot of reasons why people don't understand something. Have you ever been in tour with somebody? And and I use a man for an example. Have you ever been in tour with your, your mate? and y'all have this this big old argument y'all arguing y'all talking just because y'all talking don't mean that y'all making sense so y'all arguing right so everybody's saying their point then it'll be a time like months later or something like that and y'all will talk about it and you'll be like you know what i understand where you was coming from or that person will be like i understand what, because the environment is different the situation you know certain things have changed this person don't feel like they need to prove a point you're not feeling like you're needing to prove a point if you go into the conversation without trying to prove a point and just trying to get an understanding i think you will have a better chance of being understood already
1: man this has been a dope-ass conversation y'all but it's time to go we want y'all to know that we love you we just want you to love yourself i hope everybody took something a gem or something from this conversation this this was a really really dope ass conversation and um thank you all out there in the comments that participated shout out to y'all shout out to your way of thinking shout out shout out to being um teachable shout out to being um being open to learning obviously you got to if you want to tune in over here every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Once okay. again, we love y'all. I want you to love yourself. I am Auntie Kitty. And I am Big Sis DeAsia. And we are locked and loaded. Y'all have a blessed, blessed. Ooh, Lord, I done went super gospel over here. Kirk did it. It's y'all have a blessed afternoon. To go <laughs> to the <altar.
0: laughs> It's time. i uh. Me,
1: I'm a focus. You're tuned in to Kitty Pink Radio, and this is yours truly, Kitty Pink, a.k.a. Kitty Sangs, a.k.a. Who's Miss Kitty, a.k.a. Auntie Kitty, a.k.a. Arkansas Baby Doll, a.k.a. Man, I got a whole bunch of aliases. This could go on for a while. I just wanted to stop for a minute to thank you all for tuning in, whether it be on Spotify, um, Over there at uh, iTunes, Apple, Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening or watching. Thank you. Thank you. However, I just need to ask y'all another favor. Make sure that you go and follow all my personalities. Make sure that you're following all our shows on every platform. That's it. That's all. I holla. Bye, child.